0: Hello and welcome to my YouTube channel, Underground. I always explain uh, where I come to the title of my channel as I was thinking about the Underground Church in present-day China and Iran and representing other places where churches underground people uh, go underground so they could study God's Word and and know there's great persecution and death uh, for speaking the Word of God. Um, This channel is... uh, you know, I'm not a scholar or anything like that. I love to study God's word. and I spend uh, a lot of hours doing it. And, and uh, I just want to talk about God and motivate people to study God's word. I'm not always 100% correct on things. People may disagree with me. I understand that. We're at different levels in scripture. And the reason why I'm saying that is I did a, a video prior about about the delu- de- delusion. If I can say it correctly, I have trouble with my words sometimes after the rapture but it, it it bothers me when when we see things on there and i just had to, uh tyler has a youtube channel called generation 233 2343 that i i watch a lot i love his teachings and he's a brother in christ and there, there's many out there like uh watchman by the river by tom colt and different people i love to study oh firsthand if i forget my my cat's over there making all kinds of racket, knocking things around. So if you hear him eating, crunching, making noises, he's in there. He has a sinus infection. It's a permanent thing. So he he may cough and do stuff, but he won't be in here with me. I try to leave him out the room and he's scratching our door. Dad, I want to be with you. So he's with me. Our pets are, our, are a blessing to us. During my cancer, uh, I couldn't hardly move. I, I did a lot of months and I had, had uh, the chemo part just really wore me down. And doing my chemo and I was going once a week to do they gave me three types of chemo every Monday then they gave me a, a little uh, looks like a little egg that I, I had uh, a pork going in my chest it, would, it was a chemo drip I had during the week so there's four different kinds of chemo that's after my first chemo and radiation treatments and stuff after my cancer so uh, it's, you know interesting time but my point is Patches he would just he just lay on my chest I had my port here, he lay here and put his, using my chin for a pillow on my shoulder and just lay there all day long with me and just wouldn't leave me. So animals are a blessing to us. So hopefully I'll I'll do good and try to end this video. I've been sick all day and, and uh, it's been a rough day. But I've been in steady uh, throughout the day. It's It's been a long study. And... Uh, A lot on my heart, so I'm trying to make this video now, so hopefully we'll make it through it. If not, I'll stop it and do it in the morning, and you won't even know this conversation took place. I titled it Rapture, Then Delusion. What's going to happen immediately after the rapture? Yes, the death and destruction is going to happen right after the rapture, because I've talked previous videos where I think the rapture, right after the rapture, is a Psalm 83 war, and I give reasons for that. Uh, For the tribulation time, it's about Israel. And it's about bringing uh, discipline or punishment to an unbelieving world. But a lot of people are putting out there, and I've talked about it before, about uh, rapture uh, kits, maybe survival kits or something. To uh, Excuse me before he starts jumping all over the place. If he'll stay in my lap. Now sometimes he'll, he wants to come over here on himself. But uh, a lot of times people will, will put out there and put out videos about, well... For our families left behind and things like that, and and I think there's a misconception. I think it's very important. Like tomorrow, I'm going to talk to my son, my older son again. Uh, I'm gonna go over and drop some stuff up for him, half for the grandkids, and uh, hopefully, uh, I'll I'll be able to talk to him reasonably. A lot of times he mo- he's mocking, and it's hard for me to talk to him. And a lot of times I just gotta turn and walk away if he starts mocking too much. I'm not going to get through to them. Uh, I'm mocking when i say and talking about God and things. And so, I think it's important to understand what really is going to happen right after rapture. And there's, there's, you know, people talk about, well, there's people saved during tribulation. Yes, there is. And I'll explain that and who they are and what this great number comes from. But I just wanted to put this out there because a lot of people, and like I said, I could be wrong, you know. I'm going against what a lot of ministers would disagree with me about. Scholars, you know, people that know more about, about things than I do. I've studied more years than I have. But uh, I I just feel this need in my heart to talk about something. You have to be careful of the heart. heart's the flesh. So I have to put it with scripture. And I could be off on some things. That's like uh, people on teachings of the timing of the rapture. And those people that, that talk about, well, it's a pre-rab. Post-rab middle I mean pre-tribulation rapture mid-tribulation rapture post-tribulation rapture I think everything shows it's pre-tribulation but there's some that disagree with me now understand that we are the body of Christ we can have disagreements as uh, long as we're saved we go to heaven so a person that doesn't be believe in the pre-tribulation rapture rapture takes place guess what they're going up raptured up and they're like oh I was wrong the problem with things like that is people will get to I think it's a very strict, you know, they'll they'll be like, well, you don't believe that's heresy and, and things like that if you pre-purace from rapture and start talking because you have to be careful, it's a slippy slope. My buddy has allergies allergies this time of the year, and it's he's like, oh, scratch me all over. The the point I'm trying to make is that realize that you're you're denying christ coming in the clouds bring this bright up you're you're denying christ so you have to be careful on uh what you teach it's very important i allow myself mistakes and i tell people i'm not here to give you i look at the scriptures and interpret or what i i believe god is trying to tell me that's the holy ghost when when he studies scriptures but at the same time i understand i can err Now i've made videos in the past i've been doing videos for three years and right now the last few videos i've made i've got so many people looking at them and i believe that's prophetic prophetic i believe god is using me in a way to get the word out to some people and i'm excited about but at the same time i gotta take a responsibility and not to make videos just be making videos you know to uh be in the word and be where i think it's correct this may be my last video I may not make a video for a while, or I may make a video start tomorrow. Like I said, for this video here, even though I have a few notes and a few pages, I, I was—I've been in. I started this around seven o'clock in the morning, and it's uh, all day. I've been at this, and it's 9:49 at night. So I started around, I just a little after seven. I got up first thing. I was—I was thinking about this. I, I got my Bible up and started studying, and then I've been at it all, all day long, on and off, just reading because. When I read, I go through the scriptures and then I, I look at things. I may look at other scripture. I may add or not add. Like I said, I'm not very scholarly, so I I look at what the I believe God would want me to put out there, but uh, I don't know if it's going to be correct. So I got my buddy here, so let's, let's do the best we can. Second Thessalonians chapter two, one, verses one through twelve. I've used this the last three or four videos. I think it's very prominent of what is going on right now, and I don't see any verses that, there's other verses in the Bible, of course, but this really uh, hits where we're going to be at. Like I said, I, I titled this Rapture, Then Delusion, and I'm explaining about, i want to talk about the rapture, and then the uh, delusion that comes behind it. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by our gathering together unto Him, that ye be not seen shaken in mind, or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter, as from us as that day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first, which I believe is talking about the rapture, and that the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worship, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God showing himself that he is God. Remember ye not that when I was with yet with you I told you these things. And know ye now what withholdeth that he might be revealed in this time. For the mystery of iniquity iniquity doth already work. For only he who now leteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall the wicked one, that's talking about the Holy Ghost, the body of Christ, the Holy Ghost is in us. And then shall the wicked one be revealed whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all deceitfulness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. For this cause, God, shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie that they all might be damned who believe not the truth but have pleasure in unrighteousness. You know, there's delusion by the Antichrist and things later, but God himself Will allow our creator will allow strong delusion. So, I wanted to go in here and give some examples some things before that. I want to give a, a quick example. There's two stories in here and goes with this that's in the Old Testament. A lot of times people say the Old Testament doesn't matter today, there's references wrong. The whole Bible is the Bible of God. I express to everybody that for one thing, when you study the Bible, don't look at it as, as like I'm an American, I cannot read the Bible as American. The Bible is not American culture, the Bible is Eastern culture. God has shown me so much, I was in Iraq from February 18, 2003, till June 24, 2004. You know, those dates, I have dates and problems with my memory and some stuff because of my health issues, but those dates I don't forget. And so, I learned a lot, I was in a war zone for it all that time. You know we call it the wall wall west back then. it was so so bad and, and a lot of things happened i've lost all friends we faced a lot and i've lost a lot of friends afterwards when you go to combat as they say you have the demons among you you know you you, you get violent you have to be violent and that stays with you all your life people don't understand that a lot of people talk about ptsd and trauma But there's differences you know there's a lot of people nowadays claiming ptsd you know someone's in a relationship they things happen wrong they have ptsd from no you you have a heartbreak there's a difference i'm very strong about that ptsd is is something more and it's something you carry with you rest of your life so uh get back on subject here um but i learned About the culture more I I read a little bit about the eastern culture mid-eastern culture I learned more when I was older I got to meet a lot of people I learned a lot and uh, And that fact it was a blessing to me from God what I learned And so I read the Bible different now years later than I did actually before And so uh, I always say the Old Testament is written in Hebrew that's the best way to study it We have English but we read Hebrew there's this missing of words So if you use Hebrew, like I got two Jewish Bibles over here, Hebrew with English, so I can uh, learn more and when I read and study, uh, understand the words more and the meaning. And then the uh, New Testament, of course, was Greek, so you have to use a lot of Greek references to uh, get the meaning of the New Testament. Prime example, we keep talking about here in the Rapture. People try to be smart, but Rapture is not even the Bible. Well, actually, it is. Uh, As I said, the Bible was written in Greek. The word was harpazo in English. And they made it ca- caught up, catching up, falling away. Different meanings of harpazo. Falling away also could mean the church uh, changing, uh, falling away. But it also can be used as a, in these verses I just read to you as in the rapture. A lot of people get that mixed up. The meaning of words is, is so important. And so uh, caught up, most time used for the rapture. In Greek it's harpazo, Latin is rapirio, rapio, and then of course English for rapio is rapture. So yes, rapture in a way is in the Bible, and so many people want to be, yeah, mix things around. And some by accident learning, as I'm learning, and some people just to cause confusion. Understand Satan knows the scriptures better than anybody on this earth. That's where you have to be careful when it comes to some people teaching. Always read the scripture, and I don't care who the who you like behind that pulpit. Back it up with scripture. If they can't back it up with scripture, don't go there. And so, Noah, I give Noah an example. Genesis chapter 6, verses 1 through 22. And it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were fair, and they took them wives of all which they chose. The Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for he shall he is also flesh, yet his days shall be 120 years. So sometimes you see these things on the internet where they're saying, Well, this guy's over 120 years, and you know, 130, 140 years. That's a lie, they're not. 120 years, and that's it, given by God. Before, before all this, it was many years. You know, Methuselah, oldest man, got to live to be 969 years old. So, and there's prophetic there's prophetic in that. And I, I explain that later. You know, maybe in a further video, if I, God, you know, I think that that's where he wants me to uh, go with some of the meaning of these Old Testament words and names. And names have meanings. Now, we, we're talking, I'm going on here, uh, the rest of the verses here into the Antediluvian civilization man was not caveman early man was bigger and smarter you know just just to give something real quick not to be too long-winded noah i don't believe what says six foot five to ten six foot tall man noah was probably throw out numbers 12 feet tall adam probably you know give you an idea like 15 feet tall and you think what are you talking about earth was different before then before the flood everything was bigger We had dinosaurs called dragons you know, with men. Everything was out there. All the creatures, all the different things. Everything was different and then the flood happened. After the flood the ecosystem changed and these big creatures weren't big no more and different things and a lot of things died off because of the sin and because of the outcome of it. So everything was bigger. Adam was bigger. Noah was bigger and then later through life were smaller. Now we do have some People every now and then are seven foot tall, eight foot tall, but, uh, people have been recorded. I think, uh, that one guy in England was around eight foot tall. I could be, I can't think of his name right now, but I apologize. But some people you know, there's tall people, but, uh, back then it was different, you know? And the thing is the giants, you know, we have chapter Genesis and chapter six later on. We're not going in here. Giants. Well, I might talk about a little bit giants. I guess I'm about to talk about giants uh, making uh, because of the angels 200 on Mount Hermon decided to make this be with these women, the earth women make a covenant, and they decided to pre procate. If I say that word right, and I apologize, I get tired, and my speech gets gives me problems to uh, have their own families, and then out of them, and then I will speak in a little bit, they'll be giants. That's where the giants came about. Well. I um, understand these giants were huge. So, the um, book of Enoch, I'll get too much into it. There's three books that's used as references or not included in the Bible, Holy Scripture, but they're referenced. And I've speak to that in previous videos. Book of Enoch, uh, the book of Jasper, and the book of Josephus' works. We have the correct... Uh, Josephus' works, where we, we know what the correct... Uh, uh, book is about that. Book of Enoch, there's been some books that try to, people rewrite the stuff, but we do because of Dead Sea Scrolls. We do have the correct Book of Enoch. Now the Book of Jasper, I don't go into studying that because there's two or three versions out there and I don't know which one's correct. If I don't know if it's correct, I'm not going to use it. Those three books were referenced. A lot of times people would add things to it. Uh, The Catholic Church has added a lot to the Bible. They've taken away and they say, well, that was original canon. No, it was not. And then you get into Gnostics, which is a video I did in the past. It talks about Saint, the book of St. Thomas, the book of Mary, and all these things. They were not in the Bible. Where they were putting certain versions of Bibles, they were not. You can go back. And if you take the time, it's a long study, but you can look for yourself and see the correct Bible. Period. If you try to tell you otherwise, they're not putting the time in Because why? To know God, we got to put the time in the Scripture. That's how you know God. So this civilization I talked about was uh, there's proof of it in the oceans because it's covered by water, but there's a lot of stuff, a lot of things on here, pyramids, different things. You know, uh, the Sphinx was not made by the Egyptians. You know, different things out there. There's there's structures all over the world that that mainstream media don't show you and people try to, I like biblical archaeology because I like to go back and study and see these things. These things are, we have big structures all over this world that that today we can't even i mean you have tons and tons of stones put together so thin that a piece of paper you can't put between we don't even have that technology today you know early man was extremely smarter than man is today man today is not smart i don't care how much of a phd you got or your iq it's nothing compared to early man you can't even come close there were giants in the earth in those days and also after that when the sons of god came in to the daughters, of men, and they bare children to them. Same became mighty men, which were of old men of renown. And God saw that the wickedness of us, a man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of his thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And he repented the Lord. And this is the only place in the Bible where I've read understand the scripture. And in the comments, if you find any more, but this is the only place where God had actually felt a remorse for making man. The Lord that He had made man on the earth and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping thing in the fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generations, and Noah walked with God. When it says perfect in his generations in the Hebrew, means he didn't have, just to give a short explanation, no mixed DNA. These angels uh, made wives of the earth, women of the earth through their genealogy DNA was mixed satan was happy about it because he knew from the beginning christ was there christ was there before the earth was made but he wasn't made flesh yet and satan knew god's plan to save humanity was to make jesus flesh so he's trying to stop the bloodline of a pure bloodline to keep from jesus being born because mixed dna they couldn't be saved that's the reason why during The flood, when they get into reading the flood where everybody died that wasn't on the ark, it's because they had mixed DNA, they couldn't eat the children. Time of the rapture coming up, those that are too young, they're not going to be left on earth, they're being taken up too. Understand that with your heart so you can feel good about those, that you know that maybe parents aren't saved but you worry about the children. To the age of knowing, and I believe that is different on each individual, I don't think it's an age because of different aspects uh your your intellect some people with disabilities uh 40 50 years old have a mind of a child so it depends on the person but they'll they'll be going going to heaven and we have solace in that and no and uh, and Noah walked with god and Noah begat three sons sham ham and japheth and earth also was crept before god and earth was filled with violence why? Because we know the, the uh, not just the lust of the bodies, were, they were just vile, these creatures that were made, mixing the DNA, but they uh, craved human flesh to eat. And God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted its way upon the earth. And God said unto Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence, and through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth, and make thee an ark of gopher wood, and, uh, go Room shall thou make in the ark, and shall pitch it within and without with pitch. And this is the fashion which thou shalt make of it: the length of the ark shall be three hundred cubits, the breadth of it fifty cubits, and the height of it thirty cubits. A window shall thou make to the ark, and in the cubit shalt thou finish it above. And the door of the ark shalt thou set in the side thereof. With the lower, second, and third stories shalt thou make it. And behold, I, even I, do bring a flood of waters upon the earth to destroy all flesh wherein it is the breath of life from under heaven. And everything that is in the earth shall die. But when thee will I establish my covenant, and thou shalt come into the ark, thou and thy sons, and thy wife, and thy sons' wives with thee. And every living thing of all flesh, two of every sort, shall thou bring into the ark, to keep them alive with thee. They shall be male and female, of fowls after their kind, and of cattle after their kind, of every creepy thing, of the earth after his kind. And two of every sort shall come unto thee to keep them alive. And take thou unto thee of all food thou hast eaten, and thou shalt gather it to thee, and it shall be food for thee and for them. Thus did Noah, according to all that God commanded him, so did he. So I wrote down Noah as a rapture-like story, where God saved Noah, his family, and all the creatures to replenish the earth. So he didn't catch them away to heaven, but he he kept them uh, from the destruction. Because Those outside of the ark did not have any more chances that was but was judged and destroyed by the flood. This is an example of those left behind where Noah preached that they over 100 years while he's building the ark. So at that time, Noah and his family was picked because God knew they were going to be the last ones on earth. But there's a 100-year 100 peri- 100 period of time where Noah preached. Now, why would Noah preach if they were going to mix DNA there? So at that time, through 100 years, it wasn't complete. God knew that it would be, you know, Noah and his family would be blessed. But Noah preached, and they still intermarried and different things, knowing, not caring. So because of that, not being in obedience, they were left behind, and um, destruction came upon them. And I believe that's what we're about to see. Rapture of the church, and then those left behind, and I'll give reasons more later, will be... Uh, destroyed, and you're saying, Well, those those people saved during tribulation. I'll, I'll get to that now. A quick, another example out of the uh, Old Testament example of Lot. Like I said, I love using these examples many times over in other videos Genesis 19 12 through 26. And the minute said unto Lot, These two angels that came to visit, uh, I didn't go through the first 12 verses to narrow it down a little bit, but it talks about them coming to. Uh, to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah and they were told to go to Lot by God and uh, save his family and the as I came in there the minute, of the, the town wanted to have sex with them basically and they got in the house and and uh, they tried to force them away in Lot offered his daughters his two youngest daughters they were virgins a lot of people you know you don't know the culture be like that's horrible he's a godly man Yet he offers them men to have sex with his daughters. Well, they were going to have sex with anybody no matter what. And it was custom to protect. And, and people don't understand that because if they're raised here, like an American, it, it's hard to comprehend things like that. But, but it's a different culture. And it's hard to put in there. And so quick to judge when we don't know. You know, we we so easy quick to judge. And that's wrong because that's out of the flesh. He had to protect those men no matter what. Would have offered himself, probably would have offered himself, but they ain't gonna want an old guy. So they want pleasure, so he offered his daughters. And the angel, two angels pushed Lot back, walked out, and caused the darkness on them, and they they fled. They didn't see Lot's house. And the men, and then I take off here. And the men said unto Lot, Hast thou any besides? Oh, hast thou here any besides? Son-in-law, and thy sons, and thy daughters, and whatsoever thou hast in the city, bring them out of this place. For we will destroy this place, because the cry of them is waxing great before the Lord, and the Lord has sent us to destroy it. And Lot went out and spoke unto his son-in-law, and which married his daughters, and said up, Get you out of this place, for the Lord will destroy this city. But he seemed as one mocked unto his sons-in-law. And when the morning arose, then the angels hastened Lot, saying, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters, which are here, lest thou be consumed by the iniquity of the city. And while he lingered, the men laid hold upon his hand, upon the hand of his wife, and upon the hand of his two daughters, the Lord being merciful unto him, and they brought him forth, sent him without the city. And it came to pass, when they had brought them forth abroad, that he said, Escape for thy life, look not behind thee, neither stay thou in all the plain, escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. And Lot said unto them, Oh, not so, my lord. Behold, now thy servant hath found a grace in thy sight, and thou hast magnified thy mercy, for which thou hast showed me in saving my life. And I cannot escape to the mountain, lest some evil take me, and I die. He's talking about creatures, all kinds of creatures in that area. If You go back and, and look at, and of course he's not. They just went. You don't, they don't say anything about having a weapon. So that's what he was concerned about. Behold, now that this city is in near to flee unto, and it is a little one. Oh, let me escape. Thither it is not a little one, and my soul shall live. Little city, not you know, maybe small town village where it's not full of sin like Sodom and Gomorrah. And he said unto him, See, I have accepted thee concerning this thing also that I will not overthrow the city for the which thou hast spoken. Haste thee, escape thither, for I cannot do anything until. Ah, don't hurt, my computer. <laughs> Mess the keyboard up. For I cannot do anything till the outcome hither. Therefore the name of the city was called Zor. The sun was risen upon the earth when Lot entered into Zor. Then the Lord rained upon Sodom and Gomorrah brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven. And he overthrew those cities, all, all the plain and all the inhabitants of the cities and that which grew upon the ground. But his wife looked back from behind him and she became a pillar of salt. As I explained, Lot is an example of a rapture example. where God takes the family... Before destruction happens and, and pulls them out, but Lot's wife, an example of disobedient, because she was told not to look back, choosing a yearning for a worldly life, let Lot left two son-in-laws and two daughters in Sodom. Don't yearn for those left behind because they refuse to accept Jesus as our Savior, or God as our Father and Creator. I know that's tough to say. I have, like I said, I'm going to talk to my oldest son again in the morning. I gotta go there at noontime, drop some stuff off. I'm going to try. But there's a time, and I put in the words of Jesus Christ at this time because it's it's this is pretty sobering, you know. And and I don't want to seem inconsiderate. People, I love my family so much. I mean, my my son. The other day I went up to him and I didn't know what to do, so I just walked up and gave him. It. Here I am, five foot ten old man, bent in half, gave my six foot four son a hug, you know, <laughs> and I could tell he just kind of melted a little bit. Then it got you know tough again, then. but. It's lost I pray for him I've been in a lot of prayer Uh, I think he just has a short time you know we're looking at the Feast of Trumpets you look on it talks about the dates of being September 15th to 17th it's a two-day feast when it starts but then some are saying it's more like around the 18th or 19th because of the way the moon cycles is but uh, either way it's it's a short period of time so uh, time is getting short and we know we're in the season and I could be wrong about uh, rapture being on Feast of Trumpets, but I don't believe I'm wrong about uh, Feast of Trumpets. I mean, uh, rapture being in September or October this year. That's the end of the season, fall season. So uh, it's about to take place, but I think the next next one is Feast of Trumpets. To follow Jesus is split from your earthly family. I've done a previous video similar to this a lot of different verses but i'm going with matthew chapter 2 verses 32 through 37 whosoever thou shalt confess me before men him i will confess also before my father which is in heaven but whosoever shall deny me before men him will i do also deny before my father which is in heaven think not that i am come to send peace on earth i came not to send peace but a sword for i am come to set a man at variance against his father and the daughter against her mother and the mother in- law against her mother daughter in- law against her mother-in-law and the man's foes shall be they of his own household. He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Matthew chapter 10 was Jesus letting the disciples know of the cost of following him when he was talking about his disciples in the ministry, We are not to love those more than God. Remember, those that deny Christ before the rapture are denying Jesus. You know, if they're, if they're not saved, they they choose to live in their world. God will send a strong delusion. Gentile world unbelief. You know, when it talks about the Gentile world of unbelief. Romans chapter 1, verses 21 through 32. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations. And their foolish heart was darkened, professing themselves to be wise when they become fools. And change, you know, that happens so many times. Some guy come on there, and, and like this one guy was talking about, you know, talking to a snake, and he was, he's an atheist and he's a professor. I can't remember his name. I just thought about it. And he's he's big on YouTube, and he goes on there and he talks about, you know, mocks people talking to a snake, and then he talks about how foolish and, and the things we read and stu- study about the Word of God, we're not the ones being foolish. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the uncorrupted, corruptible God into an image made like corruptible man, and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. And here's the result of, those, of the Gentile world of unbelief. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshipped and served the creature more than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause God gave them unto vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use into that which is nat- against nature. And likewise also men leaving the natural use of woman burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working with which is unseemingly and receiving in themselves, that recommends of their error which was meet. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. "...being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetous, malicious, full envy, murder, debate, deceit, madman faith, whispers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who, knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them." That do. So God gives the world. That's where we're at today. The world's beginning over to a pre-probate mind. There's many people in my family I talk to, and and other people I try to talk to about where we're at, and where we should be, and try spreading the gospel before it uh, it's too late. But a lot of them won't listen because they're too wrapped up in this world. Remember, we to be a salt of the world. We live in this world, but we are not part of it. A lot of people are giving it, you know, a lot of ministers today and stuff are giving to seducing spirits, or a lot of churches have seducing spirits. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 through 5. Now, the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times shall come depart from the faith, giving heed to the seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with the hot iron, forbidding to marry, commanding to abstain from meats. Now, here we're about, you know, World Economic form and all that stuff about eating bugs instead of meat today, which God hath created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good and nothing to be re- refused if it be received with thanksgiving, for it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. That's a perfect example. When after you eat, you, I mean, when you, before you eat, you give prayer. You sanctify the, the food you're about to eat. Remember these people left behind who have heard of the gospel meaning the Gentiles, have rejected Jesus and now are facing God's judgment on an unbelieving world. Those that refuse to, uh, not in the rapture, the timing of the rapture, I'm not talking about this, That's those people before the rapture are refusing to be part of the body of Christ, are refusing to be Christians, choose not to be saved, they'll be lost. You know, the rapture takes place and then God's going to allow great deception. God himself, and so these people will be deceived, but in Revelation, which I'm about to go to, there's a lot of people saved in Revelation, a lot. So let's let's get into who who is actually going to be saved during Revelation. Revelation seven seventeen, and after these things, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should should not blow on the earth, nor the sea, nor any any tree on any tree. And I saw another angel ascending from the east having the seal of the living God and he cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea saying hurt not the earth neither the sea nor the trees till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. So this talks kind of about the remnant of the 144,000 Jews. And I heard the number of them which were sealed and these were sealed 140 and 4,000 of all the tribes of the children of Israel of the tribe of Judah which were Sealed 12,000 of the tribe of Rebman were sealed 12,000 of the tribe of Gad were sealed 12,000 of the tribe of Asher were sealed 12,000 of the tribe of Nephthalim that's not Nephilim you know it kind of sounds like like it but it's it's different spelling it's different Nephthalim were sealed 12,000 and tribe of Manassas were sealed 12,000 tribe of Cinnamon, were, Simeon were, were sealed 12,000 of the tribe of Levi were sealed 12,000 And the tribe of Issachar. Were sealed 12,000 mm-hmm. of the tribe of Zebullah were sealed 12,000 of the tribe of Joseph were sealed 12,000 of the tribe of Benjamin were sealed 12,000. So that's talking about the uh, the sealed uh, 12 of each tribe that would go out and preach during tribulation. You're going to have two witnesses at the uh, uh, right by the temple outside the temple, the temple mount, that will be preaching for three days to the world, and you have these. Uh, 144,000 selected out of these tribes, 12 out of each tribe, that will go out throughout the world and uh, preach the word of God. They they come to know Jesus as the Messiah. So there is, and it also furthers, and and it talks about, there is a great multitude that comes out tribulation. After this I beheld, and lo, a great multitude with with no man could number, of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues, stood before the throne, before the Lamb clothed with white robes and palms in their hands, and cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, which sitteth upon the throne upon unto the land. And all the angels stood round about the throne, about the elders and the four beasts, and fell before the throne on their faces and worship God, saying, Amen, blessing, glory, and wisdom, and thanksgiving, and honor, and power, and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. And one of the elders answered, saying, Unto me, what are these which are arrayed in white robes, and whence they came? And I stood un- and said unto him, Sir, Thou knowest, and he said unto me, These are they which came out of great tribulation, have washed their robes, made them white in the blood of the Lamb. They were all martyrs. They all died at this point, Uh, most of them through beheadings. Therefore are they before the throne of God, and serve him day and night in his temple, and he that sitteth on the throne shall dwell among them. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more, neither shall the sun light on them, nor any heat. For the Lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them, and shall lead them unto living fountains of waters, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. I believe that after the rapture of the church, right after this destruction, that's Psalm 83, war. But also during this time, God is going to send a strong delusion for those people who decided not to accept him that were Gentiles. I'm talking about Gentiles. God decides to send a strong delusion that heard the gospel and chose not to follow it. Now, that doesn't mean there's not going to be Gentiles saved in tribulation because the whole world is going to hear the word of God. There's areas in the world still today, almost everywhere, but there's still areas where the gospel's not been out to people. So those 144,000 Jewish people will have uh, given authority to go out there and preach, and they'll be able to preach to everyone else. And there'll be a great many people. Remember, there's a lot lot of Jews out there that will, will give their lives during tribulation. In other words, they're going to be beheaded, tortured. If there's any Gentiles in that, it'll be Gentiles that I don't believe heard the word of God before the rapture of the church. Now, a lot of ministers don't teach that, but I think a lot of ministers tickle your ears. You know, there's no hell, fire, brimstone ministers hardly at all anymore. You know, ministry has become a business. A lot of them make books, write books, get things out there. Sometimes I'd be frustrated because there's a book I want to get or something. Man, I wish I... But at the time, I ain't got the money. So how am I going to get that? Now I go to the other ministers that that may put out pamphlets, or read or write down stuff that you can take and study, and, and don't charge you. There's ministers out there that don't uh, like a one I listen to a lot, JD frogg over in uh, uh, Hawaii. I know I butcher his last name a lot. Mean I don't mean to. Now he will uh, he talked the other day just about how they don't take a collection plate like churches and pass around. They have areas that you could donate, but he's like, he don't, that's not the purpose of it. So I really like him studying. Now, I don't know what he says. You know, I have to go back and I haven't looked back and what he talks about these people after the rapture. Uh, We can disagree and, and I could be wrong because I know I'm going against so many men are very more into the word than I am. But I have to be honest or I want to be obedient to God. That's the reason why I made this video, is for obedience. I want to uh, talk to so many people, because if I'm correct, then we've got to get the word out. I mean, you're looking at a short period of time. Rapture takes place during Feast of Trumpets, that's coming up. And even if it doesn't, we're within the season. A woman that, that gives birth, she doesn't give birth for four or five years, she gives birth for nine months. And people don't realize the Revelation 12 sign that we saw September 23rd, 2017, it's coming again in a couple weeks. It's lining up right now. Matter of fact, it's already lined up. Uh, Someone had put out December the 19th of uh, 2022, just nine months ago, the planet was lined up that represents the child being born. And during the Feast of Trumpets, that's the reason why some people are saying the Feast of Trumpets, because the moon cycle is going to be actually around the 18th, 19th of September. I disagree. I think it's between the 15th, 16th, and 17th, because that's when the, the planet's moving out. It's not moving out on the 18th and 19th. It's moving out on the 15th, 16th, and 17th. And either way, it's trivial. I could be off a day or two, but you see signs and different things. You know, the set the covenant of many that people talk about that's around the 19th of September is going to be signed by the United Nations. They call it the Covenant of Many. Whether that is to deal with what uh, Antichrist, people make a mistake. Antichrist doesn't have to be at the beginning of the signing of the covenant. He enforces that seven-year covenant. He don't have to be, it could be another year before he comes about. You know, I would be looking for him in January. BRICS is five nations, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South America. They've added six more. So in January, they're going to meet again. But I don't believe the six are going to stay. I think it's the president of Argentina who's talking about joining He's talking about not doing it. I think it's going to be 10. I still look at for that being the 10 kings that the Antichrist will come out of. But at that time in January, that's going to kill the American dollar. And so, there's a lot going on. We know that in April, they're projecting to have the ceremony of the red heifers. That means they can build their temple starting in April. It will not take long to build a temple. The things are there probably 90 days people are thinking two three years no no the stones had to be cut in a different quarry and then brought over a lot of that stuff's been done and all the instruments and everything's been I mean everything that goes in the temple's been built for years so uh, everything's adding up it's just converging like I, I did a, a video one or two days ago or whatever a few days ago talking about September converging just everything's just adding up and I really believe we're at that time and support because that means we need to tell our families Browbeat him, as I say, you know. I'll go talk to my son, tell him this. My youngest son hears so much; he lives, he hears it every day. Uh, my daughter don't don't hear as much. She's I don't think she's living right. And of course, my wife we're separated. I go over there and, and talk to her, but uh, too much is in God's word. But at the same time, like I talk about my family, I love my family, but it's only temporary. I mean, I don't love them enough to pick them over God. Not to get too personal, but things happen in our lives. And give an example, years ago, my wife and I, we were married eight years, divorced 13 years. I forgave her for a bunch of things, remarried her. A lot of people tell me I do wrong. And I made a video, a scripture about that because I've been married three times. I, My first wife and I were divorced. We were divorced four years before I tried to date anybody. I knew a person at work. I dated her for a period of time, married her. And then we were married a over a year and we got divorced because, uh, was in the middle. Well, there's a reason for it. I, I get in-depth in my uh, video because I explain things to people. Uh, it's not looking for people's... You no, know, God's not a respecter of people, but our, our lives are an example, a testimony. So this is the reason why I wanted to get into it. Because some people, well, you've been married three times. You're of the world. You're evil. You're wrong. Your woman said you can't remarry and all this. So I use God's, because God does say, you know, he hates divorce. So that's in that video, and I explained things, the reasons for I did things were scripture. But I had a lot of forgiveness to remarry my, my second wife. Um, uh, my first wife, remarried her. My second wife, she died uh, not long after uh, we separated. Uh, she got hooked up with this, this man when I was doing training. Basically, they were seeing each other, and, and she was doing, started doing meth. I was ignorant, didn't know what it was back then, and it didn't take long. For, it took her life. It was just a period of short period of time, a couple of years. So, uh it's just a bad situation. And then, uh, years later, I forgave my first wife. We decided, you know, we both were wrong. I mean, things were wrong. And so, let's come together. I thought under God. And then we were together for a while. Then my, my moved my father in here and take care of my son my father. And my wife was like, well, you know, I want it to be just us. Well, it's not going to be us. I got our son, and I got my father, and uh, she basically gave me a choice: them or me. And I did not want to go there. You know, we were divorced. I didn't want to be divorced as someone I loved and cared for. But I was like, bye. You know, I got a responsibility to take care of my son, and I got a responsibility to take care of my father, and so. Uh, she left and then a period of time she came back, she couldn't make it on her own. I brought her back in and understand that, okay, well, and then it, was, it wasn't long after that. My, I had to put my father in a nursing home because of my back, I couldn't lift him up. He was falling a lot and and so things, you know, and then I see him go through dementia and once he had that within a year, he was gone. That's rough, but I took care of my father. I took care of everything. He was, he was almost in a wheelchair so that means cleaning them up doing all this i did all that i didn't and that's one thing she argued about she was like because i was disabled still trying to take care of him." She get after me like you're not supposed to you're not even supposed to live and do this i said i don't know it's my responsibility i'm not going to pay someone else to come in here and take care of my father that's my responsibility and i won't shuck that so it wasn't easy it was painful and then i'd take care of him and do stuff and uh take care of the messes and different things. He had to clean him up and stuff. And and so, uh, he went to the nursing home and later passed away. But my son's with us and he's always going to be with me. Period. And she knew that. But it was an excuse for her to uh, she's always, her parents were the same way. Married for a lot of years. Later in life, they, they separated because her mom was like married at 18 so she wanted her own place and her own stuff. She worked and had all this fancy stuff and had Her husband paid for things for her, and he eventually divorced her. But he still was—he'd help her out on stuff and different things. Well, that's what she wants, but that's not marriage. And but at the time, I'm talking to her uh, because time's short, and uh, I could walk away today. I mean, it's not like I got to be there, but I'm I'm tempting to get her to to realize that that she knows, you know, time is short. Uh, She's involved in going to church. I disagree where she's going. That's assemblies of God church. And Anybody assemblies of God, uh, as I say, don't want to butt hurt you, but they associate with the you know like women ministers and different things that are against scripture. Don't believe with that. That's not that's not right, and some other things, and they misuse the speaking in tongues and and so. And I give video previous video about speaking in tongues, but to get this off here because I'm I'm getting long winded. And I apologize about it, but it's just the stress that our time is close. We have to make a stand right now because it's your salvation. And don't pick family over God, even though it hurts. Trust me, it hurts. That's why I went long-winded into this about me and my wife. It hurts. It bothers me. She's where she is. But, you know, the only one in my family I, I I feel good about is my son that lives with me. Other than because I know where he's at with God. Everybody else in my family, it just, it hurts. It's lost. You know, my daughter's, my, my daughter and my son-in-law have been separated for a while, for over a year. He's living with someone else. And then my daughter's living with someone that's been separated from his wife for three years, but they're still not divorced. My daughter's not divorced. So they're they're living together, you know, and I try to talk to her, and she's like, well, I'm living good for God. I'm doing my best. No, you're not even supposed to be with this man. So, because they you're both married at the time. Now. that's just tough. And uh we live in a tough world. But you know what? This this is the this makes us strong. You know, we live people talk about, well, the church going to be through tribulation. The church has had tribulation from the beginning. You've had I thought how many times I talked about how the Christians were thrown in the Colosseum to lions. People, you've had tribulation. you got tribulation now. We're not meant for the tribulation. The tribulation is meant to punish an unbelieving world and to bring the Jews into obedience with God. That's it. That's the only thing about it. So many people go out there and and they mix scripture and they're saying we're not tribulation in our life. Yes, Jesus Christ said there's tribulation. Why is this tribulation? Because we need it. Because if you have a good life and everything's going great, no problems, are you going to call God? No, you're going to live the fancy house, everything. I got this and that. You're going to be big on possessions and different things like that. And you're not going to need God. So tribulation is brought on us because we need God. When do you come to God the most? When have I come to God the most? When I'm in a war. You know, I'm a soldier. I'm fighting a war overseas. I shouldn't even be there because it's all political. 9-11 was a big lie just to take things away from people. Take your rights away. You don't think that stuff don't happen? Look at Molly. Look at the thousands killed, but they're, oh, just a few hundred. No, 2,000 children are missing right now. 2,000 children, where are they? Well, i tell you where they're at. Those 2,000 children with different people all over, and they're having sex with them. That's a reality check. That's how evil our world is. They kidnap those children. If YouTube don't get after me and say, hey, here's a mark against you for saying such a thing. Some of the ministers I listen to, they have to have web pages off YouTube because YouTube is censored. So I may have said, I may get a mark against me. I've done another video I had to redo in the past because I had a mark against me because I said so much. I get to ranting. And so I'm like, I've got to be careful what I say. Why? Because they're of the devil. (laughs) I'll be blunt. I mean, they're of Satan. You know, Satan don't want the truth out. So they hide it. God gave you an intellect. Use it. Study the scriptures. I try to explain to my daughter. She reads a lot. And I'm like, how long is it? How about think of a book you read that day? And she said, oh, I read two or three books like that. That's a free, you know, some time in I read. Man, that's a lot of pages. That's well over a thousand. Have you ever read through the Bible? Well, no. Have you? Yeah, but it's taken me years. You can't pick up a Bible and, and be done. You can, My wife could take up a, a, a romance book. She reads plenty of them. And she'll go through so much in a week but don't pick up a Bible. So she's looking at the world, you know. But I'm, I'm telling her, I am mean, it's like you pick a Bible up; it's so thick, but yet it takes you so long to read it. Why? Because there's so much in there. There's so much in the Word it gives to us. It's a spiritual book. Your romance books and your other books, your mystery books, or whatever you're reading, that ain't nothing spiritual about it. Well, evil is spiritual. There's bad things come out of that. Now, open your eyes, but. The Bible is more spiritual in it. it's to the heart and to the soul. That's why it takes so long to read it. Our time is short. I've rattled a lot. I get after my grandson rattled a lot when he gets tired. It's been a long day. I pray that you read this. I mean, watch this video and look at the scripture on your own, because we gotta get the word out to our families. And these people talk about hey left behind. I saw a web page where he had left behind stuff for people left behind. That video's nothing. Those people aren't going to look at it. All that time spent making that video could have been made warning people, getting the word out. And I know it's made out of love, but you have to study the word. Those left behind are lost. If they knew and heard the gospel before the rapture, they are lost. There's not enough preachers out there preaching that. They're all preaching they could be saved. Tim Lehane and, and Jenkins wrote their series of left behind books. I read them all. A few years ago, I was in all that stuff. And then later I realized it's hogwash. I made a lot of money. But it's, well, meaning means nothing. They always say the road to hell is paved with good intentions. That's because they're intentions of the flesh, you know, not of God. The road to heaven is narrow. Not many will find it compared to all those of the world. When it talks about a multitude that you can't number, that's one man can't number. That could be just a million people. Two million people. You ain't gonna be able to number that. But they go, you know, that could be mostly Jews. You know, the first one third of Jews were killed in the Holocaust. That's six million Jews. The multiple could be Jews. There, there's nothing a lot of people talk about Jews and, and Gentiles. And I, I put in there maybe a few Gentiles, but it's not it's not what you think. It's not those that didn't get raptured. Oh, the rapture happened. Oh, that was right. Now i got to give my life to God. It's not going to be that way. You know, you wasn't strong enough to give your life before. What's going to make you... Because the Holy Ghost will be gone. So Satan... I mean, Satan can empower the Antichrist to go out. He's not possessed yet. Later, Satan gets kicked out of heaven, midway through tribulation. That's when he possesses, and he's really angry. First half of tribulation... Antichrist is going to do lying signs and wonders. He was given authority by Satan that God allowed so he could fool people. So many are going to be fooled. And they're going to be lost. Because, why? They had pleasure in the world. They didn't want to give their their life over to God because they enjoyed being part of this world. Well, now they're going to serve the consequences, like the people of the flood. You know, they gave into the world and were of the world, and eventually they all mixed and intermarried and through over 100 years and they all mixed dna then they were lost forever that's what the mark of the beast is you're going to get that tattoo it's going to have something that's going to mix your dna that's the why once you take that mark you're done that's for the people the jewish people and maybe a few gentiles here during that time the gentiles that have not heard the word come to know no god if there are they'll go to heaven but they're going to be tortured they're going to be their heads cut off they're going to suffer It's just what's going to be. It's going to be horrible. It's not getting brighter. It's getting darker. It's darkness all around us. I've been sick all day. I'm feeling rough. You know? I can't stress it enough. It's it's going to get worse, people. It's not going to get better. It's going to be one thing after another. And it's going to get worse. You're going to lose everything. If you don't give yourself to God before it's too late, and you're raptured up, you're going to lose it all. And if those that give themselves to God Jewish people and different things some will be saved in Petra I understand there will be some that will be saved in other words protected but there's others around the world that won't get a chance to go to Petra they won't be protected and those are the ones that are going to be martyred I implore you to study the scripture of God and to get to know him and I hope to see you soon in heaven.